Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, Sheila already the hair hurts. This podcast brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1 takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is every new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Each week, I'm joined by the show's most legendary queens, insightful insiders, juicy judges, and you to talk about this new legendary season. So, thank you for listening. And warning, there will be spoilers in this. So, if you still haven't seen the episode, make sure you watch Drag Race every Thursday at 9 o'clock, 8 central on VH1. Also available on WoW Presents Plus. And listeners, if you've got questions about how Drag Race is made, queries about the show, about past challenges, or just want to know some behind-the-scenes tea, message WoW on Facebook. Or comment anywhere to at World of Wonder or email press at worldofwonder.net with the subject line podcast question. Hanny. <laughs> and this week I am beyond excited because I'm joined by two superstars. From the top four and all-stars four, coming to every nation, giving you a very particular sensation, the heart of every season, I, I could just go on, Monique Hart. Hello, hello, hello. How now? How you doing? How now? She's good. Stunning. And from top two, season nine, she's a vision of nowness. Minty fresh, but it ain't for free. We are forever head over heels for Miss Peppermint. Hey, <laughs> thank you for that. I like that. So I just want to dive in. This season, who do you know of these queens from the, that are on this season? Do you know the, any of them personally? Yeah. Uh, Honey Davenport is a dear friend of mine. Yes. She used to travel the world with me and uh. dance background for me before she started doing Ooh. drag. Okay. Uh, I know, of course, I know all the New York girls. Yeah. And I know Nina West because I've had the opportunity to travel out and and meet her and I everybody was, knows Nina West apparently yeah, yeah I actually did a show at Nina West's bar uh-huh. and she was smiling and she was like sister and that's how and you knew? I didn't but no oh, I didn't yeah. know she kept smiling she kept just hugging my arms oh so it was sometime between yeah, last like, summer and and like this it this. was like right before it aired but I didn't know and then once it aired I was like oh I feel horrible but she kept smiling and I was like and you're like this <gasps> bitch is friendly like she <laughs> like she is hitting on me now, have you two worked together much? Never. No, uh, Peppermint has been very booked on Broadway, honey. Very true. <laughs> She's wait, not wait, been doing the circuit, which Who we are, which we are going to talk about. So, this episode, this episode, Trump the Ruse Goal, it's, it's a political episode. Yeah, I sometimes wonder, like, oh, I don't want Trump on my Drag Race, but I like having the commentary. I like Drag Race can dig into some politics issues. What do you think? What's your take? I mean, first of all, Ginger Minge was the best uh, (laughs) Donald Trump just ever. But something that I picked up that I noticed that I think was very intentional, that they put it in a school setting. And I feel like, yes, the drag race market and franchise, the, the people that watch are younger and the audience. So I feel like in order to really create that change, I think it starts in school. And because you have so many young adults that are like, girl, are you watching drag race? What's that? Let me tune you in. Let's come over to think like how to shape the world. Oh, you know, Donald Trump is horrible. Why? Because you know what? This drag queen, you know, this, the show, the musical, I just think that it would be, it's so powerful. Also, Greece is set in a high school, so it was kind of you know, yeah. it was oh, riffing. Yeah. I mean, my parts of it are set yeah. in high school. High school students, <laughs> they're like thirty-five-year-old high school students. Hello, hello, hello. But uh, yeah. yeah, Greece was a framework for the the Trump right. musical story. Uh, yeah, I think it was it was it was an interesting choice. My brain had to go back and forth between like the Trump 
and I use this loosely, dynasty right. and yeah. the yeah. characters in Greece and the songs and the structure. But once I kind of got into the vibe, then I was like, okay, this is Danny Zuko. These are the, the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies. Like, right. you know, I was able to kind of figure out the balance yeah. and who played what. And you don't even have to know that. You hopefully. don't have to know. Yeah. I didn't. Right, right. You know, right. I'm not that musical what? guy. I'm like, suck it, <laughs> gay. Just, you know, yum, yum. You can be both. I yeah, you can be both. Peppermint's <laughs> both. No, sorry, she's not even getting, She's She's beautiful. She just has a, a culture of history that I don't know. Yeah. Meaning, been around. <laughs> Perfect. Episode begins, and the queens are, have arrived back from the six-person, as Rue says, gangbang lip sync. And, and the main takeaway is, like, they're shook. They're just, like, rattled and ragged looking. Well, on one hand, that would have scared that shit out of me. You know, six girls having to, to lip sync because you're not sure who's going to get eliminated or how many. Right. But on the other hand, I remember when we did our top four lip sync. Exactly. I was like, oh, this feels a little bit more safe because there's less, there's less time to look at me. So I could... <laughs> I can relax a little bit, honey. I had this like big dress on, and I was like, "They're gonna tear me apart." And yeah, you have both endured like crazy yeah. lip sync stuff. There was the Lala Perusa and All Stars Four. Oh my god! There oh was god. also the finale in your episode, like that. Yeah, you know, that was I mean, the first time we had seen that. Yes, on and Drag like, Race. and we I were mean, not ready for it. No, you were, you were clearly ready. I mean, for I was it. ready for it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can only imagine, just because that first, I don't know how much background you can talk of Drag Race, but you know, you hear it. And then it's like, okay, bitch, that next time it goes, this is real. Oh, yeah. Oh, when you're, when, when you're on stage. Yes, when you're on stage and you just hear that click, 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 groom. You're like, ah, ah, Right, because you're on stage and it's like time has come to listen to for alive. So there's a brief moment where they play the song for like about 15 seconds, 10 15 seconds. Sound, volume To make sure that in the room mm-hmm. that the, the Paul's the like, I want it louder. Because Rue Rue is a music aficionado and the song has to sound good. To perform to it. Yes. And, yes. That's, and that's the truth. You got to so, feel it. Right, so the two queens are on stage, hearts racing, ready to lip sync. The sound check for the song has been done, and then Rue says, this time it's for reals. And it happens. Scary. That helps you get the nerves out, though, I think. Kind of, until you hear this second go, click, no, click, No, no, I like that. <laughs> okay, so the, anyway, so the queens are, are shaking, but they come back into the, to the workroom. Rue announces there's a leak on the set. But we're going to do some investigative reporting to find out mm-hmm. what this is. And it's a Rachel Maddow news mini <laughs> challenge. I love it. And they're reading the news. They're basically reading a teleprompter. Yeah. Which it's not Pep, easy. You have done. Oh, I've done it. I've done it a couple times. I'm a little bit better at it now than yeah. uh, but when we did it on our season. Not on today. Not on today, that thing. <laughs> it was really weird for us. I mean, my perspective, because when when we did it, it was a news show inside of drag race. So I didn't know who was who and what was what. And when they were yelling cut, was that cut for yeah. real or cut? For the show. Right. Ross is, is directing. Someone's directing Ross. It's like a lot, yeah, of, it was a, uh, yeah, a lot going on. A show on. and a show. It's tough. And those were, I think they threw some curveball words because I was like, whoa, Colonel. I know. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> we all know what this is, but suddenly you see, see the words Colonel Colonel. Sanders, Colonel on a, on, a, on a screen while you're trying to just focus on saying. <laughs> I would have said Colonel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or just KFC like, like Silky K- did. KFC. So they all be- get into Rachel Maddow drag, quick drag, mm-hmm. little glasses and little little Cute. hair, little little wigs. As as they're about to get ready, Mer- Mercedes mentions that she loves goats. She says, but "We didn't. Where, where I'm from, Rachel we didn't Maddow? have Rad- Rachel Maddow. We had goats." So does I, that I, mean the goats told the news? I think maybe. I hope so. They got good. the word of the day from the goats. I just thought so. I had round cows and giraffes, and now we got goats. So right. there's yeah. none. 
There's animals for everyone. Boom, hey, bitch. Hey. RuPaul's animals. Petting zoo. zoo. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. Now, this is a horrible question, but I'm going to ask it. Did, did, okay. did either of you grow up near farm animals or an association with, with like goats or creatures at all? I no. mean, my uncle, my grand, no, not my uncle, my great grandfather, he did have um, a few, were they Billy, yeah, Billy goats, right? Yeah. Yeah. Goats. goats. Like, was that, would you go? Like country. Would you, would, like you would country. go for the summer? Yeah, like backwoods, dirt roads, uh, South of Virginia. He had a kerosene, like that old kerosene uh, heater that, okay. like, you walked in the house. It would heat the whole house, uh, yeah. but your house smelled. It smelled like gasoline. Very, we very had that, too. Very that. Very Yes, yes, those made it slightly more north. I think what Mercedes was saying was that since she grew up in Kenya until she was 11. Oh, she's TV, real African. Yeah. I think she was saying we didn't have TV. We had like, you know, we didn't have, we were watching TV. We had goats. I, okay. Uh, I think that was, that, that was the entertainment. That's real. Yeah. That's very National Discover or whatever that channel is. We had goats. Nat, Nat goats. Nothing but goats. <laughs> I yes. love you. Like, we Did you goats. have TV? No, we had goats. <laughs> Did you have water? No, we had goats. The goats Did you have might, sequence? Go- no, we had goats. The goats might have read the news. I would watch that. I would watch it. Well, n- nevertheless, it was confusing to me. Very <laughs> confused. But now that she's from the like from Kenya, goats from the yeah, motherland. Okay, sense. girl, that makes yes. sense. She'll yeah. do well in a like, goat cheese making challenge. Very, oh. very that. Very that. Like when you talk to old people and they're like, "Why did you have so many kids?" And they're like, "Well, we didn't have TVs, so we just <laughs> goats, <Yeah. laughs> kids and goats." And so Scarlet Envy wins the mini challenge. She mm-hmm. wins the Rachel thing because she does she does a good job. And then Rue, you know, sets up the Maxi challenge, which is a twist on Rue's favorite high school musical, Grease. Now, were you in high school musicals, either of you? I was no. in Grease in high school. Ah, who'd you play? I wanted to play Sandy or Rizzo, but anyway, I was one of the gang members or whatever, street. T-bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, T-bird. That's one yeah. of the T-birds. Were you in musicals? I'm still a T-bird. I didn't different. do uh, school plays and whatnot, but I did do the whole Easter Gatata, like church yes. plays. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Viva Della Rosa. Who would you have played in Greece? Uh, no. You know, I would have auditioned for Johnny Travolta's part, the lead character. Because yes. okay. he was cute and he could dance. Oh, he yeah, was so cute yeah. in that and movie. That's like the most handsome he's ever been. Great. But this musical is not Greece. It's... Trump the Rusical. And it's about digging into the awfulness of the Trump administration, but focusing on the women involved. So it is like Kellyanne Conway, mm-hmm. Omarosa, Ivanka. You what? know two people that were missing from this whole production? Please. Those two black women that Trump has with him everywhere. The little two big black women. <laughs> what are their names? What Jesus. two big black, black And women? they are the two that are like, they will fight for Donald Trump. They're like video commentators and Trump supporters. Diamond and Silky. Yes. Diamond, Diamond and, and Silk. Oh, you're right. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Girl. Well, and actually, that wig looks like the one that uh, Raja. Oh, Silky? Um, I, no. I'm not even looking. Raja. Raja. But don't that look like Raja's wig? Oh, yeah, that little wig. <laughs> from the runway? Well, maybe these... Uh, I hope these women watch the episode and they'll like <laughs> t- comment. Well, don't worry. Trump is going to, Trump will be, you know, he's watching. He's watching. He, he watched, darling. He's tweeting. Darling. He's tweet- so the setup, speak. so the setup is it's like Greece, but like Sandy is Shandy and she had an affair with Donald in Moscow over the summertime. And then she, you know, she mm-hmm. shows up for her, you know, her new school and it's Trump school for girls. And you have like Betsy DeVos is the principal, kind of like Eve Arden in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have like the pink ladies, but they're like Kellyanne Conway and Sarah Huckabee and Omarosa. His staffers. His staffers, yeah, mm-hmm. the foxy ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the T, instead of the T-Birds, it's like Hillary and Rosie O'Donnell and Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. And then Oprah. It's all that. So Scarlett gets to assign the roles. 
Now you assigned. A job I do not envy. You assigned those ro- nine hundred two one ho rolls. I did, and that got touchy a little bit. It got touchy. P- pens were flying. Aja was, was. Aja was wanting, demanding smoke breaks. <laughs> she she was asking for one roll, but wanted another. It was a lot. It's a lot. You, but you did well. Thank you. I tried to like be um, as diplomatic as possible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. You know. Silky was not thrilled to be Oprah. She wasn't. I mean, I kind of get what she was going through in that moment. She's going, like, I don't want to be typecast, but at the same time, she feels like she's a big star and she wants to put herself out there. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I was really disappointed to get Britney Spears in my season because, for obvious reasons. (laughs) (laughs) And just like her. I I had, like, a rinky dink, you know, onesie that I was like, okay, I can wear this bodysuit and right. That was Kardashian. The yeah, it was Kardashian the, mu- the musical. Yeah, um, and it worked out well for me because it was that part that you do that's just boom, boom, in and out. Everybody knows who it is. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Black China, Black, Black same, China, the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Like Kajo a little bit in Sex in the City, mm-hmm. Kitty Girl. You know, I did not even know who Kejo was <laughs> at all. I winged the whole thing. I didn't thing. know who the character was because I didn't watch Sex and the City. Yeah, I didn't either. I know who I know Kristen. You were great. Yeah, you thank were gorgeous. you. Geronimo. <laughs> Peppermint, you have a little musical experience. A, a tiny oh. bit of like Broadway, honey. <laughs> so you've originated a role on Broadway. I have, yeah, in Head Over Heels. Did did your work in 90210 and Kardashian the Musical, you know, was it was it crucial in your preparation, like lead, guiding you to this point? Absolutely <laughs> not. No, it was. It was actually it 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 in the in the very slim regard that um, I had to learn how to work well with all types of people, right? And you know, do it for the greater for the sake of the project. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just fall on the sword and be like, okay. I won't. You cut my song. Ugh. Cut my song from the show. Mm. You know, it didn't happen to me, mm-hmm. but it, it has happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so thrilled for you. I was so excited. I was over the moon. And so I'm, I'm thrilled. Roles are doled out. Scarlett chooses Betsy DeVos. Yeah. They give Evie, they sort of steer here to Kellyanne, because as Roger says, you look like the Crypt Keeper. Keeper. I think it was the connection was the Crypt Keeper, not yes. necessarily Kellyanne. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so they get their roles. They do they separate little groups. Rue comes in for a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. We go to the Prancesuit Nation, which is Sugarcane is Hillary, Vanjie is Rosie O'Donnell, Akira Stormy Daniels, and Silky is Oprah. Rue asks if they're, you know, are they politically involved? Are they registered to vote? Silky's like, yes, I'm a Republican. I'm registered as a Republican. But Boom. it's too, I know, it's like, huh? But it's like a political statement to like. Well, I mean, the, the simplest w- yeah. way to look at it is because of the uh, the voting blocks and delegates, you know, when we when they, when we vote, a lot of times they, they pay more attention to and give more one one Republican vote right. is, is w- weighs more than a Democratic vote right. in each district. And I do that. They so, mo- they'll move districts around to like disenfranchise to, to a, people. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, all of the African-American people live here. So and make the white, them so Democrats. Like, and make, yeah, yeah. And, so, and then it lessens like the impact you can have. And, uh, you know. It was not yes. the, res- the, the, no. the explanation I expected, but I, re- I respect it. And then roommates with the Foxy Ladies who are, is Nina, as Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And then Nina uh, speaks about growing up. She was raised in a Republican family. She went to the RNC when she was 12, the Republican convention, met Barbara Bush. That pressure. Yes. And then he grew up and he realized he was gay and was like, nope. Yeah. 
grew up and you know became like a liberal progressive person but i mean that's a story familiar to like a lot of gay people like i grew up in a republican household and then you grow up then you're like you just kind of follow you know pay what your parents are doing and then you then you kind of like arrive at your own decisions mm-hmm. i mean it's like you Monique, with, with you, the church you, you're uh, very very different I mean, <laughs> sorry sorry yeah that's only because no because you don't grow well at least for me i didn't grow up thinking like oh one thing was fine and then it was different it was always gotcha. and it wasn't like they put a whole bunch of pressure on like gay sex but it's not even like the sex aspect is if your mannerisms if you're a little too sugary if mm-hmm. so it's you, even as a kid like three four years old you got a little sugar in your head wait a minute yeah. so it's just a little different but i mean i the correlation is there for sure okay time for a quick break and when we come back we'll discuss some drag terminology in sissy that talk we'll be right back Hey, kitty girls, are you in need of more dragony shows and programming in y'all life? Well, then check out WoW Presents Plus, the network featuring the best of WoW Presents and of World of Wonders' massive library of shows, series, and specials. You can get unappropriate with Trixie and Katya, get schooled by Jasmine Masters and her masterclass, plus lots of judge from queens like Jinx Monsoon, Bob the Drag Queen, and many, many more. It's just $3.99 a month or $39.99 a year to subscribe. And listen, you just spent that much on a Diet Coke and chicken tender, so please head to wow-presents.com now to sign up and get your life. Yes, that's wow-presents.com. Thank you. Welcome back. Now it's time for a segment we call Sissy That Talk, in which we decipher or explain what these queens on the show are talking about. Edges and how are they snatched? And uh, what, 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 if someone's referring to their edges, what do they mean? The hair, their hairline. Mm-hmm. Boom. Around your forehead. Edges the, are or, the or, baby hairs or the broken hairs, if uh-huh. you have chemical breakage, uh-huh. that are the short little wispy ones around your hairline that you lay down. Mm-hmm. When you, your edges yeah. are snatched, that means that they are laid yeah. beyond laid. You can't talk about edges without talking about being laid. Yeah. I mean, not getting laid. Yeah. But yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Like this hair, well, this hair is laid. Thank you. Okay. Yes, yes. Well, because in season 10, Judge Audra McDonald said a Monet and Snatch game, my edges were gone. She snatched them, meaning she was blown away by a performance. And that was her response as well. So My edges are snatched. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank How you very much. How much we give to culture. Yes. <laughs> Please. Well, thank you. This has been a sissy that talk. Yeah. It's a teaching moment. <laughs> now, Can hold we on. snatch your edges? Officially. They're laid. Yeah, I was looking for them. I was like, do you have any? Okay, we're back in the show. Here comes choreographer Yanis Marshall, who's known for like those high heel dancing guy videos. Like he oh, was a Kazuke? French. No, Kazaki. No, but, but similar, very similar. similar. No, the same time Kazaki yeah. like got their height, uh, he really, really blew up. And he used to wear like the, the real the, the toe platform yeah. shoe mm-hmm. and would dance in those. That's bold. Yeah. Like I can, I've seen people like high kicking. You even see uh, Kennedy Davenport. Her mm-hmm. toes generally on the floor, <laughs> but to dance in a platform <laughs> like it's nothing. Yes. Bitch. No, he moves. He moves. And he comes in and tells him, okay, I'm your choreographer. This is going to be like Beyonce meets Grease and immediately starts putting them through the paces. And they're kind of like freaked out. Yeah, honey, yeah. he put you. That was not. I was, was so happy that I had Tatrick and not Giannis. I was like, oh, Jesus. Tatrick let us have it, too. Yeah, no, he had let us have it. But Tatrick didn't hurt your feelings as bad as Giannis did, bitch. He yeah, read. she was feeling it. She was she feeling, feeling it. I'm no getting more the whole paycheck, pumps, bitch. Please. No more choreographers. No, honey. She said, bitch, I was just on, uh, what was that? Uh, 
Deadpool. Oh, he's yes, girl. She's that girl. <laughs> she's that girl. Exactly. No, he was he was like hitting them hard, and like some were able to play and play back. Even like Scarlet, who had like all the left feet, mm-hmm. she was like laughing and kind of goofing up. She, uh-huh. she, she somehow managed to. I but, was gagged that Ariel did not do it. Yeah, she just kind of froze. I was kind of gagged, like, visually well, she stunning. Kinda, she spoke it into fruition. She really did. She's like, I'll try to keep up. I have musical theater, but I'll try. Yeah. You know, in the good words of Dusty Ray Bottoms from my season, he said, look, Alyssa, I'm not a twerker, but I'm a try. And the bitch did try. I didn't even see the girl get on the floor. Like, wiggle. Do yeah. something. She just she just froze up. And we learned that Evie has to be careful because she has... And the bitch was still down there rolling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she she just, has, like, what's the disease it's called? It's Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, type 3. And she doesn't produce... Her body doesn't produce collagen. So her joints, if, like, things pop out of joint. Like, nobody tip her very, for a death drop. We let her do dips only. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Well, please, please. Be careful. Day two, back in the room. What does Silky use to, for her brows? A Sharpie. Sharpie. Now, look, I actually, this is many years ago. Okay. (laughs) Okay. This is many years ago. I'm talking about 90s, 1990s, before most people were born. I used to use a Sharpie as lip liner. No! Because, darling, (laughs) it would stay on all night long. Yes. And you would put it on first. And then, just like you would do your normal, and then put oh, that is on. nineties because she and said it was, it's a black liner too. Didn't it's you? black. Yes, yeah. girl. I mean, it's this black. is back in the day when people were using black pencil for <laughs> liner. I was like, well, why use black pencil when you can use black pen? Oh my god! And so, yeah, I used to use a sharpie for my lip liner back at the tunnel. There's this queen. Was, like, was this was this Miss Gummy Bear? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that a pageant? That. Oh, <laughs> that was my last name. Uh-huh. She, she was when I when I first knew you or met you. I think I'm sure I met you back then. But, okay. but uh, Peppermint Gummy Bear hosting at Barracuda and yeah. like many places, like Legend. <laughs> I mean, oh, still. I knew Legend. Yeah, I just did. Still, yes, like, yes. That sounds like a pageant. Girl, you should bring it back. <laughs> it sounds like a Miss Gummy Bear. I would do it. Bitch. Put a sippy prize package on it. Josh. So I think I mean I look. It just goes to show that like even we see women in jail. They will make, they will crush up them Cheetos and make their blush, whatever they got to do. You got to do but what you got to do. But that hard and shit. No, uh-uh. No, no. She said the 90s. <laughs> Peppermint said the 90s. This is 2019 on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, no, ma'am. A Sharpie. And why she going to get nothing but Sharpies at Drag Con? You know she is. Black, too. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> They do make them in other colors. Maybe she it wasn't did, black. No, she, nope. She's only getting black Sharpie. She didn't use no other color Sharpie. She had black. Girl. And then we learned, then we moved from, from you know, um, divisive makeup techniques to <laughs> Nina's, like, um, dealing with divisive politics in, like, in her college life. But she was running for student council. She was openly gay. And then mm-hmm. people came for her hard. It sounded actually really scary. This underground hate group took it upon themselves to harass me, to break into my dorm room. To like threaten my life and say they were gonna kill me. It was very eye opening to hear once again just another story that one connects us that we all identify with, but then to uh, be also reminded that it's still kind of happening in plain, like in today's Mm -hmm. society. And so just that, like, ow, just to be reminded that even with this platform, yes, you do have to use your voice to be vocal, but at that same time, with that platform, you're kind of out there and you can kind of have people do whatever they want and say whatever yeah. they want. So yeah. it's very kind of eye-opening, scary. scary. 
Yeah. And that's, and then also, and then Mercedes um, hears Nina talking about like what she went through and uh, it kind of prompts her to like want to be a little more vocal about who she is because uh, yeah, the previous week when it was a diva worship challenge, people were talking about, Oh, did you go to church? Did you grow up in a church or whatever? And then they said, Oh, so what's your, what's your church like? She's um, like nope. She's like, Nope. <laughs> she's like a Muslim, but like not, Nope. She walked away from the conversation. So now she like opens up. I think like her response both times were, valid that the walk away in specifically in america and in trump's america uh you say anything that is anti-christian uh you're but set up for hatred um and and she's a person of color so that's double but i think it was so beautiful that she got to open up to her sisters and then be like i'm the first openly drag queen a muslim drag queen that's like internationally known that's gonna like do yeah. so much for so many especially to a culture where the women are already oppressed i can only i can only imagine how much more the little gay and queer and trans and non-binary and yada 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 would feel just yeah. to hear her that small snippet is liberating yeah absolutely yes <clears throat> which leads us to then to the musical rue hits the runway Looks looking gorgeous stunning look very lovely i thought roxanne just made that wig it looked like a webster it's very lovely stunning beachy kind of tropical almost, i want that print it. i don't know that it blue and pink. It, was, it was trans pride colors very that <laughs> very it bad. was very, very that girl all she needed was like two fans just yeah. to blow on her <laughs> very bad. tiffany pollard new york is here new york wow, 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 i will say wow, she's the one wow, judge this wow. season that i ran backstage and got a photo with because i've loved her for so many years uh, she is queen yeah she's queen she's queen i wish down. they would have brought sister patterson <laughs> oh, honey. oh my yeah. gosh could you imagine <laughs> oh my god i would have died <laughs> I wouldn't be here today. Oh. And Joel McHale is our other host from like yeah. The Soup. And I have a so huge delicious. crush on him. I still have a crush on him. He's very handsome. Yeah, like he's we, very we, handsome. we met him on set and he's like tall he's and just tall. kind of like man strapping. And apparently he yells a lot. He just likes to yell. Yeah. yeah. And so we dive right into Trump the Rubens School, the actual performance. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Ginger Men just playing Donald Trump. Like, Shout um, out to Ginger because that drag illusion, I did not. I yeah. did not know it was her. Yeah. I didn't oh. know. That, well, obviously, she was in silhouette at first. Like, at the beginning, yeah. You couldn't tell. I couldn't yeah. tell. But, yeah. yeah. Also <laughs> an amazing musical theater queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Very that, She did that performance of I Am What I Am at, like, that Logo Trailblazers uh-huh. Award. Speaking of. Yeah. Yes. I was honored on Logo Trailblazers. On, well, yeah, well, now VH1. Yeah. Trailblazers. Hot. It was great. And Ginger's performance was fantastic at, with the group of girls yeah, with the, at Trailblazers. And so it just goes to show how... This even was another layer of how versatile a performer and how talented a performer she was, even playing somebody so loathsome as Donald Trump. <laughs> so they dive into the show. The first song is Trump Highs the Worst, which just kind of like greases the word. Right, right. We get Betsy DeVos skittering around stage. She was great. Yeah. She said something that line about like, I, I'm in school, but I don't know anything about education. Something like, I died. Yeah, yeah. because Bets, in real Very life, that. Betsy DeVos Very is, that. you yeah. know, in charge of Department of Education. Yes. Who gave her her job? Trump. Trump. Oh. <gasps> so the songs are inspired by songs from Greece. Like, we get Cheese Frightening, led by Hillary Rosie uh-huh. and Stormy Daniels, which is kind of the T-Birds Greece Frightening. Her Hillary yeah. Clinton illusion was right. Her <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Sugar, sugar yeah, as Hillary. Yeah. It was right. Girl. Yeah, it was good. That, the, I think the hair <laughs> sold it. It yeah. did. The hair sold it. Yeah. She looked like a good white lady on Easter <laughs> Sunday, honey, at a good Republicans retreat or something. Girl, it was cute. In a leather jacket. In yes. a leather jacket. She, you know, she's sporty. She's woo. Yeah. Vanjie was Rosie O'Donnell. Aggressive. 
Yeah, I didn't realize that she was Rosie O'Donnell. No. I know. It was a little hard to pick up on. I thought she was still in the same wig from the... Uh, from the Rachel Maddow. Yeah. But I didn't... I, I, they were, this I, is... Uh, what's her name? Rosie after the guy streak bypass surgery. Twice. Well, no. She, she, uh, Michelle meant to say it's Rosie Perez. Exactly. That yeah. sounds like a Rosie Perez. <laughs> is that the one from White Man Can't Jump? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. She was, she was dancing like Rosie yeah, Perez. She was dancing like Rosie I, Perez. I think she should have just been Rosie Perez. Yeah. She's like, oh. no, it would be cool. Yeah. yeah. She don't like yeah, Trump either. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's perfect. Okay, so who, who did you like? Who stood out in the challenge? Uh, for me, who stood out in the challenge in the musical. was Silky, Evie, and Vanjie. Yes, um, and I think the biggest missed opportunity was Raja, just with her performance in the musical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because Omarosa is, it, people feel yeah. s- she's polarizing, and people feel a way about her. Mm-hmm. She disappointed a little bit. I think she should have taken the frustration that Giannis was giving her and channeled Put, it right into, yeah, right into, very much into, and I think it would have fully came off. But she was still trying to deliver like she was maybe Tia Tamara from Sister Sister, Sister, Sister. very that T. Yeah. Did you like Silky's Oprah? It no. You didn't like Silky's Oprah? <laughs> I didn't. Like it okay. didn't give me Oprah. She was just a big black woman. And then, too, she went from Oprah, and then she started crumping, and I was like, Oprah would never do that. You know what I mean? But I don't know how much of that was her choice and how much of that was. Very true. Correct. That is. is. Right. Rosie O'Donnell did a dip and a splat. I mean, boom. She did a splat. <laughs> wow. Her Oprah was not giving you the aha sensation. It, no, it know? just, I just wanted more of Oprah from, like, the magazine or from, uh-huh. like, the commercial where Tom Cruise was jumping up on the couch. I disagree. <laughs> I think that entrance was 100%. The entrance was uh-huh. 100% Oprah. Yes, yeah, it was very, very much Oprah. And I, I like, love okay. bread. But yeah. then, like, as it went on, it was just like, oh, yeah. she's eating it. Great. Which role would you have wanted in, in Trump the Rusical? I think I really honestly just would have wanted Oprah. Yeah. If, if I would have <laughs> yeah, been, bitch. because I already had the experience of being assigned a role mm-hmm. that I didn't like. Yeah. So I would have wanted Oprah. Mm-hmm. Stunning. That's it. Very bad. Yeah. 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 I would have said Oprah or Omarosa. Yeah, her. You'd been a fantastic. I think her. Or I would have liked to have been the little education lady who don't know anything. (laughs) Patsy. Her. Patsy Klein. Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos. Patsy Klein. Patsy Klein. Singers. Oh, Lord. Rest of the song. And on that, it's it's time for another. It's time for another. Yes. You know it. Okay, Patsy and Betsy, we're almost to this week's runway, but orange alert. It's time for a break and a word from our sponsor, BRB. It's coming! RuPaul's DragCon LA is just around the corner at the LA Convention Center on May 24th, 25th, and 26th. So get ready. Come and meet and get sweet with every queen from season 11 and about a jillion more. Akira C. Davenport, Acid Betty, Adore Delano, Aja, Alaska, Aquaria, Ariel Versace, Asia O'Hara, and that's just the A's. There will be amazing vendors, performances, fun panels like Unlive, Trinity the Tuck giving Carson Kressley a drag makeover in our Drag Eye for the Queer Eye show, and you can even see me doing a live version of this podcast. And just hang out and prance around with other beautiful fans and folks like yourself. It really is the dragoniest place on earth. Get tickets and learn more at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. And P.S. DragCon New York is coming to the Jacob Javits Convention Center on September 6th, 7th, and 8th. Ooh, honey, so much drag. Get all the tea at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. Yes, tea and tickets at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. Thank you. Okay, yes, thank you, DragCon. Yeah. Back to the runway. Bring it to the runway. Category is Orange Alert. Who are your faves? 
You start. I liked Mercedes. Mm -hmm. I liked Nina a lot. It was classic. Her kind of Hello Dolly, as she said. Hello Dolly, Mae West sort of look. Yes. I liked Raja's look. I thought it was really, it was just different. It was kind of refreshing. Mm -hmm. I liked Sugar. I thought she looked. Her her Trump lady. (laughs) Her Trump. Trump like Joan Rivers' hair, yeah, which I was here for. Yeah, it was Trump, 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 Trump. It was like, can we talk? But whatever, I loved it. I think it was it was one of the standouts yeah. because it was so different, obviously. Yeah. But I think my favorite, just in terms of my own personal style, was Vanjie. You know, it, she did well. What others yes. may not. A lot of do. orange ostriches may have lost their you know feathers for that one. In memoriam. Yes, yeah. She, <laughs> she was like, she, it was like showgirl beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are your favorites, Monique? I'm going to say Vange, starting after that. I'm going to say Miss Rogers was cute, but I think it was more so how she just pooched out there that sold it. Mae West, who was that girl? Nina. Nina. I like Nina's. I just felt like I wanted it bigger. I just wish it didn't look so costumey and looked more like a garment. Brooklyn's, I Mm -hmm. felt like she could have did more the coat was puss that plastic kind of like orange trench coat the the trench coat was puss but the middle i'm just like i feel like i've seen this before no shade to my other sister but this is very the vixen like the Mm -hmm. vixen has one in yellow just called trinity had one you know trinity i just feel like it it, girl's been cute I keep seeing it. This is an old reference in the movie Blade Runner. It's very Blade Runner. When she's running through the yeah, glass which, walls. Yeah, she gets shot. Yeah, yeah it's Joanna. Blade Runner. That Blade, oh, you have to watch Blade Runner. It's an old sci-fi movie, Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. But this woman, Joanna Cassidy. Oh, yeah, jo- yeah. Joanna Cassidy is this woman, and she's mm-hmm. like a, she's being chased through like the rainy streets of like Chinatown or something. And fights like nobody's been. Like yeah. she's a ninja. Fighter. And it's called what? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I'm it. it's, a we- it's a weird, intense, dark movie. Yeah. Um, you won't like you- it, but that reference is it's the classic. A woman is wearing this like running through the streets and then she's like kicking ass and then she gets killed. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> she dies at the end, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like it when the runway is like, the theme is just orange. So it's up to a each. color is stunning. I think uh, they should be they, every week. They should week. do those more. Yeah. Every week. And there's usually at least one a season or a couple of seasons, like, you know, all white or all pink or we did all orange. White, yeah. I think they need to do all white again, but it doesn't need to be angelic. It just right. needs to be all white. Ours was just white. You get to see that everyone's creativity. Where they just, With you know, here's thing. like a broad thing. You know, last week it was fringe or feathers, you know. It's better to have it be broad. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because then you get to see more of the creativity. And you learn who the queen is. Yeah. Evie Ali peed. Mm-hmm. She that peed. Runway. That damn headpiece, I wanted. I thought it was peel. milk when she first walked out. Uh-huh. Making a surprise. Very that. Evie, the judge's love. Uh-huh. Loved her in the performance as Kellyanne. Loved her runway. I thought she was actually going to win. She I did have. not understand how Oprah won. <laughs> no shade. I just felt like this is all of it. Like Evie acted the whole thing and her look. You, you know what I wish, and this is like changing the show, but I really do wish that there would be not necessarily a second place, but like make it clear the difference yes. like where people ranked. Yes, in the, that would be put in the thing. That would help everybody in their fantasy leagues as well. Yeah, very exactly. true. <laughs> it sure would. Silky, they love. Spoiler alert: she wins. Like, I'm sorry. No, I also didn't really live for the dress. It was mm-hmm. cute, but it was just another like dress. It, Silky's. Uh, it was cute, but I feel like. Eureka O'Hara, who I keep going to, that is a big woman. Mm-hmm. And that bitch will give you silhouettes. And I just feel like it's just, 
she could have pushed it a lot more. Yeah, it's pageantry, but who's the big booted black girl? Akira. Akira. She's pageant, but I feel yes. like she's forward. You know what I mean? I feel like Raj is pageant, but she's just a little bit forward. I just needs gotcha. to be younger. Anyway, <clears throat> put it in, delete it. I don't care. I'm grown and I'm paid. <laughs> All well put. So we end up, you can kind of tell it's like a bottom three, which is Mercedes Amon Diamond, Raja, and Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. They tell Vanjie, your Rosie was not in a league of her own. Movie. movie. Oh my gosh! The one with Madonna? And Rosie O'Donnell. And, Rosie O'Donnell. and they were baseball players. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> Discovery. Oh my God, is this what it feels like to be officially old? Girl, uh, I'm only 32. Stop it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old. No, no I, I'm saying I, I'm 32, so we can't be that far apart. I'm just well, saying, I feel like I see all these things church. coming a mile away. Church I'm not having any girl. discoveries, and I want to. Now, if he would have said David and Goliath, girl, I'd have had him right there. Oh, yeah. you know, I'd have known <laughs> okay, him. Okay, okay, So their bottom two are Mercedes Amon Diamond and Raja O'Hara. Mm-hmm. The lip sync begins. It is James Brown living in America. Which is such a great song. <laughs> Amazing. It's. I mean, first of all, it's James Brown, yeah. the godfather of soul. But second of all... He he and he is so flamboyant. Yes, yes. And was, you know, so flamboyant and and even vocally in his performance on the song is it gives you so much to work with as a as a lip sync artist. Yeah. And so I I I knew that as soon as I heard those horns, I was like, this better be top notch. That's and what I hope. Do you care one way or another? If I mean obviously like ninety nine point nine percent of the songs are female artists. I was really refreshed that it was a dude song. They're running out of female artists <laughs> that are recognizable songs, Very I think. Tr- that and the fact like in your local bar or even on the gig, mm-hmm. if yeah. you feel a dude song, you're going to do it. So I feel yeah. like it shouldn't be that, but I will say that Ms. Raja, as soon as the beat started, you said, oh, we know who's winning. <laughs> that beat started, her foot kicked Mm-hmm. She, she knew. The, she knew the song. She knew, she knew the, the song. song. She knew the song. She was like, "Girl, my daddy played this every day she going to the school." Words. <laughs> yes, girl. She it was that. And for another pause for a music movie moment. If you haven't seen Rocky Four, you have to go and see Rocky Four. Um, Apollo performs Living in America, um, and it's where it's like U.S. against Russia. Yeah, yeah, foreshadowing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of the best performances in a boxing movie. Did I've you ever say seen. foreshadowing? Well, foreshadowing to now because I mean, it's oh my god, that's why I was against Russia. Uh, we're talking I was about just, Trump and I was Russia. Just gagged. I was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, <laughs> girl, you're good. I think that's why they chose the song, and it's just like fun. Yeah, it's such and a it's a great song. Rue yeah. says, "Mercedes Amon, diamonds are forever." Now sashay away. I think that was fair. I mean, she, uh, I, di- it didn't look like she knew the words, and you know, something that I think I don't really know her as a queen, and I think she's beautiful, and she had looked lovely on 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 the runway, but when you're when you're when you're in the middle of a performance, I think the thing that sent her home in the lip sync was the thing thing that got her in the bottom two. Mm-hmm. I was looking in her eyes and I wanted to see some fire yeah, in her eyes, and there was not nothing. there. And she has a, a little parting word. She said, "I'm ready to show the world that a Muslim is not a terrorist." Which I think we hopefully we know the people I, that are watching yeah, the show. But, hopefully, but, but you can't say it right. Enough, I guess right. Yeah. yeah, it was very needed. And then we're gonna leave on a moment of love. And something, because in Untucked we get a little, a little, a little smoochy smooch, a little Vanjie in Brooklyn. Girl, you know it's close quarters. 
<laughs> you don't see the trade. The pit crew is unavailable. Two of them are stray. And then the production cast, you know, they're trying to keep their job, so they're not going to give any up. So I just think it was just close quarters. You know, he's Latin. He's tall and white. Girl, you know, just <laughs> swing Tales from a pole. That, that's that's it. it. Tails all this time. Tails all this time. <laughs> I live that lipstick was still on and involved in yeah. it, girl. They didn't blink or nothing. It would have made me uncomfortable to see two two queens back in the day like that. I was, I was, you know, there's an expression: "Sister will make you sick." Sick, very <laughs> sick, girl. But yeah. but we're in a new world, a what? new day, and I think it's cool. Like if you take love where you can find it. I just don't want to call you sis then. Yeah, Ooh. no, you're not. You can't yeah, be you're sis. My, yeah. You no. can be like another. She's a, a sickening entertainer. She's a drag queen, but you can't be sis. If you're yeah. dating this person. Yeah, because no. then it's incestuous. That's gross. Yeah. I mean, we've had, like, relationships. There was, you know, Manila was was dating Sahara yeah, back in the sis. day. <laughs> no. I mean, Alaska and Sharon had a hit, uh-huh. you know, but not uh-huh. on the same season. Not on the same season. Yes. Ooh, yeah, well. so. We and need, they were together before yes, drag. Yes, yes, yes. We need love where we can get it. Hey. I wanted to get with Miss Cracker. <laughs> I really did. Miss Cracker, you know, she always tucks, and so she pulls the tape around her booty cheeks so it just accentuates them and just makes them real height and tight. And, you know, she's tiny, and, and I can throw her around, so I would feel extra butch, you know. And, and there's a lot it of never happened. that would, would, would flip for milk, for sure. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Very that tea. But it would never happen because, you they hold the key. Get some milk, milk and crackers. Get some milk and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, milk's a bottom? Oh, I don't, I don't I know she meant milk the drag queen. I was like, I didn't <gasps> mean milk the bottom. I mean, <laughs> I mean milk the drag queen. I'm saying milk any, is so gorgeous. I think there's lots of queens that would, yeah. would go kai kai. If anyone out there knows oh. if milk's a bottom, you can leave it in the comments. Yeah. Let us know. Milk's tweet. listening. Milk, will you l- yes, tweet us on. and text? Let's just text milk. Okay, we do this one little Social. thing. It's a segment we call May I Call You Jiggly? And we just call Jiggly. If one of you has her number. So and if you're willing, just to call her and see if she answers. We've only done it once. She didn't answer. Seriously. I feel okay, like this Google. is the and '90s prank calls. Like, call my boyfriend. Call, Jig- call Jiggly Caliente. It's time once again for. May I call you Jiggly? Call Jiggly Caliente. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you, love? I'm good. Listen, I gotta let you know that you're on speakerphone. You're on speakerphone with I'm with John Polly and Monique Hart. We're doing the World of Wonder, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. And we love you. Oh my God, I love you guys. <laughs> what are you wearing? Okay, um, who asked that question? John Polly, what are you wearing, bitch? Okay, I'm not used to guys asking me what I'm wearing on the phone. Usually that comes with another kind of answer. <laughs> <laughs> How much does it cost? 300 roses. <laughs> I charge by the pound, bitch. Yeah! <laughs> Jiggles, what you gonna do tonight? Like Aren't you loving Survivor, even though Drag Race is our favorite show? <laughs> who do you who do you want to win Drag Race, Jiggly? Who 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 do you like on the season? Who eleven? Uh, yeah. Okay, so okay, so Drag Race has become a different thing for me. So there's certain girls who I like the confessionals, and then there's girls who I like as far as challenges are concerned. 
So who? Okay, so I like, so this last one, I like um, Fastique's outfit, and I like Brooklyn's outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Brooklyn. Oh, and Akira, Akira. I am, yeah, those three. Those were my top, like, sickening girls, like, outfit-wise. Yes. But then, the, the confessionals, my favorites are Vanjie, Sugar, and Evie. Totally. Okay, this is a good Stunning. bunch. We stand behind that. Monique, you were, you were like, by far, Monique Hart should win best uh, confessional interviews Thank you. of all time. I'm trying to get them to bring me back as the Tim Gunn for the show, <laughs> season that's, 12. That's rude. <laughs> you said that's rude? Yeah. <laughs> She's a walkthrough in the workroom. <laughs> Oh, well, she can take an afternoon off. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Jiggly, girl. Okay. okay, well, thank you, Jiggly, honey. We're going to go and let you get back to stoning and binging. And getting stoned. Oh, see, so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you, girl. Love you, Pat. Okay, bye, girl. Bye. All right, well, thank you both. Thank you both very, very much for brightening this world by your presence here today. And where can we see you next? You can see me on Instagram, and I will be in the UK on a tour of the second week in April, and I will be dropping music shortly. Please. Right now, miraculously, I'm in India. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Right at this minute. Thank you, India. (laughs) Oh, okay, Alanis Morissette. Yes. You, okay. Thank you, India. I can't. I'm so left out. <laughs> okay, props again to the wonderful, sweet, and inspiring Monique Hart and Peppermint. And now, for this week's insider interview, I am more excited than I've ever been to bring you a conversation with one of the week's guest judges, reality TV legend, Superwoman, and all-around HBIC, Tiffany New York Pollard. So he called up New York to ask how it felt up there on the judges panel, why she loves Queens, and get some updates on Sister Patterson, and find out what her thing for Rosie O'Donnell is really all about. Here goes. Yes. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, yes. Hey, this is John Polly at World of Wonder. How are you? Happy Friday. Oh, thank you. Yeah, happy Friday. Hallelujah. Thank you for taking a few minutes with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. I had such an amazing time. Now, this is maybe a really simple, dumb question. Are you a big Drag Race fan? Listen, I get all my inspiration from Drag Race, from the hair, the makeup, and, like, nobody knows how to beat a face like the queens. Like, seriously. I'm like, finally, women that enjoy wearing heavy Now, so how did it feel to sit up on that judges panel? Oh my gosh, let me let me tell you something, sweetheart. That was the hardest thing ever. Like, let me tell you what was difficult for me. <laughs> I watched Drag Race at home, obviously, but I never been there to set. So to see like how intricate and how much effort the queens put into their performance, like. I don't even know how to describe it. It was just beyond what I could ever have imagined being a part of. So yeah. I'm just like sitting there with this blank look the whole time, like mesmerized. <laughs> First off, when you heard tr- they're doing tr- a musical about Trump, what, what, what did you think? I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I didn't know if, you know, because you know Trump be wanting his camera time. So I didn't know if he was actually going to be there or Ooh. not. Hell no. Like, I literally had a pie ready behind the um, panel because 
And you were there, and like Joel McHale was the other judge. And what the hell? He kept yelling. What was that about? With his sexy self. I, mm, he's so fine. He can get it. But yeah, I was I was surprised. And I was on my way down there to smack his ass, but I just kept it, you know, composed because I didn't want Mama Rue to get angry with me and upset because I was on my way down there to smack <laughs> him in the back of his head. Now, did you offer RuPaul any beauty tips? <laughs> watching as a kid and you and you would talk to your mother about RuPaul what did Sister Patterson say she was like yes honey yes <laughs> she was all about that like grow up and be just like that uh-huh <laughs> now does, you, does does Sister Patterson watch Drag Race and, and also how's she doing Sister Patterson is doing wonderful and yes she is a fan of the show <sighs> Tougher, the girls on like Flavor of Love or these queens on Drag Race? Them bitches on Flavor of Love. <laughs> Why? I would say that they're a lot more tougher because they're coming from all different walks of life. Where I would say that the queens have one thing, you know, one goal in mind as to like wanting to be the best selves and to win. And, and they just seem like they have more class than the bitches I used to live with <laughs> on Flavor of Love. Right. Okay. I see it. I see it. You mentioned something about Rosie O'Donnell in the show, how you've always had a dream of sitting on her face, but like, what was that about? Well, you know, Rosie is just such a dude to me, which is a good thing. She's so rugged. Like I can tell that she doesn't even wear deodorant. And so like when I go for guys, sometimes I just like that rough, rugged, masculine type. So she has that edge. So I've always had a little crush on her. I, I think you all would be a, a wonderful like power couple. <laughs> Take over the world. Now I have to ask, and forgive me if you tell me if I'm out of line, but like pumpkin, do you ever see her and, t- and get in touch with her? Things got tricky. There was spit involved. Yeah, no, I've never seen that rodent. I haven't seen that rodent since that day. If I do see her, I'm gonna call animal control so they can come and spray her ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, she is so disgusting. Well. I can't thank you enough for for joining us. This is such an honor. It's been it's been a, such a pleasure. Of and course, of course. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you for having me and making me a part of this. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Okay, what are you doing this weekend? This weekend, honey, I am going to um, a day party, um, a cannabis party. Oh. <laughs> oh, there goes that day. Yeah, they put CBD oil in everything, all the food and everything, and it's a book signing party, so it's going to be really nice. Thank you, hon, and have a wonderful weekend, and just, again, thank you so much. Of course, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, it really is New York's world, and we just live in it, people. I love her. 
And speaking of love, I have nothing but respect and love for this week's eliminated queen. And props to her for being brave enough to openly talk about her faith and be true to herself in our current world that is too frequently unkind to Muslims, immigrants, and queer people. So it's time for a kitty girl catch up with Mercedes Amon Diamond. Hello, Mercedes. Hi. Hey, honey. How are you? What are you doing? I actually, I am doing good. Actually, now I got my uh, nephew that I have to babysit. <laughs> oh, my God. You're babysitting? How old is your nephew? He's eight months. Oh, my God. Are you breastfeeding? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Where are you? Are you in Minneapolis? I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, my goodness. Do you babysit a lot? Uh, when I'm here, sometimes I do because I want to spend some time with him. Even though he he cries a lot, sometimes he likes attention. Well, so he's one of those kids that when you turn around, he cries and you look at him, he stops. But yes. <laughs> well, that sounds like a bunch of queens in the workroom, basically. So you're, you've been well trained. Yes. <laughs> Who was the biggest baby in the workroom? You know, I actually... You know, it's been recorded a long time ago. I don't even remember anything. So <laughs> you're just being very nice. So that's that, that's very sweet of you. Have I don't want to be the bitch, honey. You're you're not the bitch. You are Appalens. I am Appalens. And I think you did earn everything because you t- you took us on a journey this season. You shared a lot about yourself. How are you doing? Yeah, I am doing good. I and mean, you know what, Drag Race has changed my life forever, and not only for me but for the young. Gay Muslim boys that are scared to be themselves and for me to be out there and share my story and to tell them that it's okay, you know, you can have any religion, any background and still be happy, follow your heart. And that's what Drag Race did for me, just to open up and show the other kids, like, you know what, you're not alone. Have you heard from people, like, also from Kenya, who've seen you on the show? You know what, I've heard people, not only from Kenya, but around the world, like a lot of Muslim People have to reach out to me and saying, oh, my God, thank you so much. Finally, some of them are asking me, like, I need some advice. I don't want to lose my family. What can I do? And I'm like, you need to talk to your family. You never know. Sometimes there's families that are out there are like, you know what? You're my child, and I'm definitely going to support you no matter what. So, And it's good to be talking to a lot of people from different countries that are Muslim and happy to see me and being me. Yes. Thank you so much. Are there any goats near you right now? Are there any goats in the premises? I wish there were goats, but I have my two beautiful cats, uh, Monroe and Kush Kush. <laughs> well, you can't make, like, cat milk cheese. No, you got to make the, you know, the goat cheese. So okay, you can, fine. Uh, I mean, honey, your name is Mercedes, but do you have a car and is it a Mercedes? What are you driving these days? You know what? I am driving a Mercedes, honey. Is she? Her name is Diamond. <laughs> the plate actually says, M Diamond, which is Mercedes Diamond. Are you a good driver? Yes, I'm an amazing driver. <laughs> okay, I, that's I want to make sure before I get in the car. And with you can you. ride my Mercedes anytime you like. Oh, okay? all right. <laughs> Come on, Pebbles. Now, I have to say, there's some weird plot twist in the fact that, like, at the end of the Trump musical, that, like, our beautiful Muslim immigrant queen got sent home. I, I'm, I, I'm mad. You know what? I don't know nothing about Trump. And that's what I exactly said. I never followed him. I never liked him. You know what? It's fine. I just want to see how America's going to react to that elimination. Hello. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, it doesn't matter because I know you are, like, flying all over the place, performing, like, a suck on that no-fly list. Oh, trust me, honey. The first time, I, uh, like, literally being on the no-fly list was, like, so hard. And finally, you know what, I was like, you know what, I have to fight this and 
uh, get out of it because I can't keep doing this. And, you know, going to the airport for hours just to go through security and make sure that I am good. I don't need, I'm done with this. Yeah. So I went and got out of the you know, flight list. And then the first time after that, going to the airport, literally, I went through TSA and the lady was like, you're good to go. Have a good day. I literally had tears. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh. This is this is amazing. Like, it was just, uh it was so much weight lift off my shoulder. Like You're like hugging the TSA lady. She's like, what's happening? Thank you. Thank you. She's looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Go. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, my God, you don't know what I go through. I can only I'm imagine. Like, I just got wigs and breastplate and hip pads and high heels and costumes. And you think this is going to do something? Like, why <laughs> I'm a drag queen, baby. Sir, if they would look at your luggage and see, like, wigs and, like... They would literally pull out the stuff and they're like, what is this? I'm like, that's my wig. Yep, those are my breastplates. I'm a drag queen, baby. Yep, uh, those are butt pads. Yes. Oh, those are size 10 if you want to try them heels. They're like, shut up. I'm like, no, you're asking me, so I'm responding. And you better tip me. Uh, hello. <laughs> and are we going to see you at DragCon? What's, what's up with DragCon? Are there going to be goats in your booth? You never know. We may have some painting goats. We may have some opulence all over. You never know. <laughs> or you may, we may have some diamonds all over. Honey, you will earn everything. Well, thank you so much for taking the time with us today. You're gorgeous. You're an inspiration. And I'm going to come to Minneapolis and you're going to... You're gonna... I'm going to teach you how to make some dishes. Like, I'm going to show you how to cook. Ooh, what are you going to... African what? food. Okay, what's the dish? Uh, we're going to make some angera, and I'm going to show you how I make my goat. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make some rice, the African way rice. Okay. It's not white rice. It's a flavor rice, honey. It's going to be color. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. Thank you so much. And if anyone looking to see where I'm going to be at next, make sure to check it out, mercedesiman.com, and click the tour, and you will see where I will be at next. All right. Thank you, beautiful. See you at Dracon. All right, darling. Bye, love. Okay, goats and squirrel friends. That's it for this week's official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Big thank yous to Monique Hart, Peppermint, Tiffany New York Pollard, and the one and only Mercedes Iman Diamond for joining us. Next week, I'm joined by the vampy Violet Tchotchke and the mesmerizing Mayhem Miller. And in line with this week's rusical roasting of our bigoted, xenophobic, transphobic, Cheeto-in-Chief president, stay vigilant. Fight the good fight, spread love and music, and always please tip your local drag queens. Having said that, I'm going to wave my vote peppermint 2020 sign as the Rusical sings us out. Bye.